right. So what is going on, everybody? It is Dylan Dilworth, a.k.a. Dylan CBE, if you follow me on social media. And welcome to another episode of the Dylan Dilworth podcast. And before we get into into things, I need to say something real quick. So I've been looking at the statistics for the podcast version of the show. And when I upload a new episode I check the statistics after like a couple of hours and there's always a constant four to five plays uh, for each episode. So for those of y'all listening to the podcast version of the show, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate that y'all tune in to listen to me talk every, uh, every week in every new episode. And I don't know who y'all are, but I want shout out to all of y'all. I don't know who y'all are, but if you know me personally, you can just send me a text, call me, or, you know, if you don't know me personally, uh, you can just DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Dylan underscore CBE, D-Y-L-A-N underscore CBE, because I want to shout y'all out. I want to shout y'all out for showing love, man. Spread the love around. All right. So, for those of y'all that are new to the show, we like to start off with the gaming portion of the show. And with the gaming portion, we start off with the three major console news. So we're going to start off with the PlayStation news from this week. So PlayStation Now, Sony has released that PlayStation Now, they have made $143 million in revenue this quarter on PlayStation Now. So I personally don't know anybody that has PlayStation now, but uh, it must be doing good if they didn't make this much money off of it. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of excited to see if this will be kind of like Xbox Game Pass, their competitor now since they allow you to download games now. Not all of them, but download games to the thing and not stream it because the stream and the lag, input lag was annoying. All right, and next, so Sony, they quietly put out a new PlayStation 4 Pro model, and this model is quieter than the other PlayStation uh, 4s. So it's, right now, it's currently being shipped with the Red Dead Redemption 2 bundle, and the model, the model number for this new model is CUH7200, so that is the new model of the PS4 Pros. And, you know, and reports are saying that it is three decibels quieter than the regular PS4 Pro. So, because, you know, this this is good news. Even though three decibels isn't a lot, it's just going from super loud to loud. But still, we'll take it, we'll take it, because everybody in this room has a PlayStation 4. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, have y'all like have y'all had the the experience where you're playing a game and then the fans just turn on? Uh, I have not yet. I mean, I've heard them, but like the the noise never bothered me personally. because no, <laughs> like oh, because like me, I don't know. Because I guess I play like the the intense games. Like when I play, uh, like what's GTA. God of War. It was happening to me a little bit with Spider-Man. It was like the game, uh, uh, and it definitely happens with Black Ops 3. The fans just turn on, and it sounds like a jet is about to take off, man. I was like, because uh, I low-key think if I put Red Dead Redemption 2 into my system, that it will explode. <laughs> but yeah, three decibels quieter. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Anybody want to add anything? to this uh, PlayStation news before we move on? I was thinking like a more of a suggestion, suggestion. They could actually put all this money into like, you know, the PS5, which was inevitable to come out within a few years. Like if you can do these kind of improvements for one system, why not just like make all these major changes to the next system instead of like giving us these small changes, like small console after small console, you know, because then you're putting all your money into these extra little nitpick projects that not, um, not as many people will buy, you know? Like everyone's gonna want to go for a PS5, but it's not gonna have as many of these big changes. Like if you're giving us these changes earlier, it's uh, it just feels almost meaningless to throw them at us now. Like give us a few years used to this, and then apply it to the PS5. 
Like yeah, plus I've plus I feel you on that one because it's like PS4s are still gonna sell, but the vast majority of everybody already owns one. So and plus this wasn't like a big announcement thing. This is just something mm. that that came out. Right. I wonder how much it was, like to make it and and market it. Oh yeah, to make it. Uh, and you know if they just put it. I I don't think it it would have cost them that that much. Okay. I'm not sure, but. As long as the profits are still there, mm. then no, I'm pretty sure they don't mind. All right, so next on into Nintendo news. So Super Mario Odyssey is now playable on PC through an emulator. So you can play Super Mario Odyssey on your PC. So my question here is how long until Nintendo shuts this down? Because we all know how Nintendo loves shutting down <laughs> Emulators, ROMs, and and fans' passion projects. Right. Well, like almost any company, really. <laughs> like, yep. How long? How long do y'all think? Y'all think Nintendo is gonna once they get word of it? Mm. You think they're gonna take it down? I guess it depends on. I guess it depends on if you're gonna appease the fans or not. Just see what the fans suggest, and if you're gonna feel like a huge backlash, probably best just leave it alone. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know that personally. I guess it depends on the copyrights. Yeah, next. Because uh, no, that's the thing I was uh, that I was wondering about because the ROMs and the yeah the ROMs and the, the emulator technically is not illegal, but it's the ROMs that are. Hmm. So, because you know, a lot of people are saying if you if you have an emulator on the if you have an emulator on your computer that's not illegal and if you pop in the disc into your PC and play it through the PC it's not illegal because you own the game which is a license to use it right but the switch games are on a a little what is that cartridge yeah mm-hmm. i don't have a switch like the like the switch games are on a cartridge. I'm like, so uh I'm gonna assume that they're using ROMs to play this unless they kinda got like a I don't know, is there like a is there a like a a Nintendo cartridge to like S D card converter that they pop in the computer? How about a computer? I don't know, is there an adapter for that? I don't know, but I mean I know that uh Nintendo for DSs back in the day they had like R4s but I don't know if you guys know about that it's like uh, they give you like the gaming cartridge and then there's a mini micro SD that you can plug it in and you can just download game off of that so okay no I didn't know about that but either way man I think uh, what's cause it depending on cause Nintendo knowing Nintendo they'll probably <coughs> Excuse me. They'll probably shut it down like them. I'll give like two, three months max before it gets shut down. All right. And next is the Microsoft and oh. Xbox. Uh, Microsoft held a press conference this past week. And then it was basically a whole bunch of announcements and stuff. But the two, but the main stuff that I got from it. So Microsoft has officially acquired Obsidian and they also acquired Enzyle Entertainment. So Obsidian is a quality studio, in my opinion. They made uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, and some more, and some more really good games. But Enzyle, uh, I was going through their list of games, and I was like, "Yo, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's checking for their games, Chief. I don't think anybody's checking for the, for their games." But still, it's another. That's another studio, and they're, uh, you know, for these exclusives. So, you know, uh, that, all these studios that Microsoft is acquiring, man, they, I'm assuming that they are gearing up so that way they can compete with Sony Next Generation with these exclusives, man, with these exclusives. Because that's what gets, well, yeah, well, casuals, if you can appeal to the casuals, then you'll most likely win the console war. He was like, but exclusives is that extra edge to get you to go on a platform. So, uh, that is that. Anybody have any comments about, because, you know, the joke that's been going around for for basically this entire generation is Xbox has no games besides 
Halo, Gears, and Forza, they have no games. Mm-hmm. And by no games, we mean exclusives, because, of course, they got all the third party. Right. right. Um, when was, like, when did we even get a last Halo game? Was that Halo Wars 2 or... Yeah, I Halo agree. Wars, there yeah, Halo Wars two. You know, like, but I don't. Like besides that, like, was Halo Wars two? Do you? Uh, wait, let, uh, let well, me do a quick. Oh, there was game. Halo five, but like, I mean, I don't. A lot of people didn't like that as much. You know, no yeah. split screen. Yeah, is it Halo Wars and Halo Wars two? Isn't that like a piece? So it looks uh, like Halo five Windows in twenty fifteen, and this Halo Wars two mini game in twenty seventeen. But otherwise, yeah, not a lot of content these last few years. Yeah, and then you know, Destiny as well. But that's a third. Destiny is a third party, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a multi-plat. It's a multi-plat. That's the, that's the right term to look for. It's a multi-plat. And then, yeah, gear, when, did gear, when did Gears come out? Gears of, what's, the, what's the newest Gears of War? Is it Gears of War 4, the newest one that's Gears. out? Gears of War, uh, Gears of War 4, dang, that came out in 2016. Still, that's a while ago, but I feel like it's been out longer. But still, besides Halo, Gears, and then f- all the Forza games that comes out, there's not really more exclusives. Because Sea of Thieves, yeah, uh, imagine imagine being excited for Sea of Thieves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, but, hey, Wait, I'm not. I, I'd say, yeah, it's like, really, they, it's... Like, the franchises are good, but I do understand because, you know, they've made so many that it almost feels like they're milking the cow by now of all the content. So it, it does feel a bit o- overused, like Halo and the Gears, like, with all these – like, they've just reused it so many times that I guess fans are getting tired and they do need some more. Yeah, new push. IPs. They yeah. Need new, they need new IPs, which is yeah. exactly what we need. We need new IPs because, you know, Quantum – Cause Quantum Break was a new uh, was a new IP. Recore was a new IP. What what else is a, was a new IP for for Xbox? But yeah, but either way, on the PlayStation side, as far as new IPs, uh, was cause it there's Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, was cause it the Detroit Become Human new IP, and there's like uh, and a whole bunch of exclusives, even if they're not directly new. Like exactly new IPs, there's space in between all of them to where, uh, space in between all of them to where it doesn't get old. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, guess we'll have to see in the future. Yeah, we'll have to see Xbox, man. Phil Spencer, bro, y'all gotta, y'all gotta gear up for this next generation. <laughs> all right, next in Xbox news. So Phil Spencer, for all my please, yeah. For all my PC players out there, so uh, Phil Spencer has addressed the Windows Store. I don't play on PC, but all the people that I do know that play on PC, they say that they that they rather buy these Xbox exclusives on Steam's, Steam instead of the Windows Store. And apparently, like the Windows Store is so bad that uh, was because that that stopped them from buying Microsoft and Xbox exclusives because they're only on the Windows Store. Because like they they just listed a whole bunch of stuff wrong with it, but Phil Spencer and the uh, uh, at the event that they held down in uh, Mexico, I think it was XO eighteen, I think that's what it's called. They uh, you know he pretty much recognized it and said that they'll make improvements on it and stuff like that. So yeah, so that's another good thing. So we're gonna move on to this the next well not the next uh, console. The more the other gaming news and topics from this week. So Prima Games is shutting down in spring of 2019. For those of you that don't know, Prima Games is the company they make of uh, the strategy guides for a lot of for a lot of games. And it's kind of and it's actually sad because now, cause like back in the day when you had to go to the store and buy the strategy guide for a game you were stuck on. Oh. <laughs> And then, uh, and they and they actually survived. They actually survived the like the start, the startup of like the internet when everybody started transitioning to online. They actually survived that, but now they're shutting down in spring of 2019. So, no, no more strategy guys from Prima Games. It also, in a way, makes sense. Like, if they do, they mainly make strategy guys, or is that just what they're most known for? Uh, I think that's what. I think that's what they're most known for. 
it's possible people then don't use them anymore because you always got those walkthroughs and YouTubes. You can just go on and watch, and you don't have to buy a strategy guide. So I don't know if it has anything to do with their sales, but it is possible that it may just be also because of the evolution of society and how we're being more reliant on just watching someone else do the work for us instead of reading it and just looking at a picture, you know, in an article. Yeah, so... Yeah, and plus that's a um, let's call it yeah, because like walkthroughs and stuff is a tricky thing. Cause I remember uh, when game studios were blaming walkthroughs for low sales mm-hmm. because they because uh, they said that more people like more people aren't buying the game because they can watch a walkthrough uh, on Twitch or YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds like it sounds like something that probably our grandparents would do. And why why buy the game? Let's just watch it. It's a movie for us. Yeah, man. And walkthroughs, man. I I stopped watching walkthroughs after I watched because I watched the complete walkthrough of Grand Theft Auto Five when it first came out. Because I because I didn't get the game when it first came out. I got it in December, like a month or two later. But but I watched the entire walkthrough and I was like watching the uh, the walkthrough and I'm like losing my mind. All the crazy stuff happening. And then when I actually got the game for myself, I was like already. The hype wasn't there anymore because I knew exactly what to do and I saw all the outcomes and stuff like that. So I can kind of see where it kind of kills the value of getting the game. But yeah. I still wa- watch walkthroughs. But if it's a game that I really want to play, I, I'll i probably watch the beginning, like the first couple of hours or so, and then just stop. If it's a game I plan on getting. Okay. So. All right, next. So Activision is not happy with Destiny sales. <laughs> so from what I read, I think the gist of the story is that uh, that Activision isn't happy with the sales because the, the Forsaken King expansion, it sold well, but from what I read, they're saying that it didn't bring the the core well not the core players but a good chunk of the destiny community back to the game so that's what uh so that's what i that's what i read so but you know but activision is a billion dollar company so it's like if you're a billion dollar company and then your game is only making millions like is it really that bad though say so yeah um anyways uh speaking about destiny um destiny 2 is currently free until november 18th so if you want to get yourself free copy on the pc go ahead and snatch that up now or be forever in regret Uh, is it only pc it's only pc yeah oh yeah yeah, so Alex, I'm gonna let you uh, take over uh, this one. It's more Jump Force and anime news. All right, boys and girls, this is what we have on anime. So as you guys know about Jump Force, um, we got other news, and uh, so you guys know that in February 15, that's when Jump Force is gonna come out. Um, you can also now buy the collector's edition for a small price of. Two hundred and sixty dollars. Wait, whoa, wait, wait. You for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Where? It's it's on GameStop for two hundred and sixty bucks. Yo, what all comes with it? All right. Um, you get three exclusive costumes and a new lobby vehicle that is in the game. And uh, as for the physical aspects, you get an exclusive diorama, the full game. Three artboards and a steel book. Yeah. I mean, you know, for collector's edition, of course, it's going to go more expensive because you get more stuff. And if you're a big fan to you, that's money's not that big of a deal. At least that's what a incorporates yeah. mind think like. No, yeah, I got to I got to look this up real quick. Like, do they say like how do they say how big the statue is? Um. Where does it say it comes out? Can't. I saw one that says that there's like a digital copy that comes out December 31st. Or is it like, does the collector's edition come later? Uh, the game 
you get to buy it on December thirty first. That 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 might be another beta. Yeah. Date. Oh, is it a beta the thir- uh, That might be another beta. This date. is like digital is all it says for December thirty first. Maybe maybe it doesn't come with all this. Or stuff. maybe it's the physical that's on February fifteenth. Ah, might be it then. Yeah. Yeah, because this just says digital. Mm-hmm. Oh. Gives us time to, I guess, watch some walkthroughs. Yeah. Okay, they say in the statue, the box is saying the statue is 30 centimeters. 30 centimeters. Yeah. I mean, you know. Let's see. Well, that's, that's like about a foot. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Because like, I, I, like, I didn't pay nowhere near that for my God of War Stone Mason Edition. Because what God of War was... It was the regular game, deluxe edition, collector's edition, and then the stone mazing edition. And I didn't even pay near as much of that for the stone mazing edition. Mm-hmm. And I got so much stuff with it. Yo, like, what? Hey, but I guess got the I guess they got the the following to do that. Yeah. I mean should be a big game. Hey, no, but real quick, though, uh, somebody is reselling it on eBay for $500. Oh, who is? For uh, the collector's edition? Yeah, because, yeah, cause, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> guess they're thinking it's going to sell out because it, like, on eBay, it's, like, right here, Jump Force PS4 collector's edition with confirmation order and receipt, $490. You're like, so... So if it sells out, he's he's showing proof that he's getting one, and he's trying to resell it for five hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But. <sighs> Good luck to him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. No, I got I got a oh yo. If you get this Jump Force Collector's Edition and Bandai Namco does not send it to you, or you do not work for like a big corporation like IGN, GameSpot, or Spot or whatever. Man, you're gonna be out here gold chain gaming, dog. Gold chain gaming. That's that's what you're gonna be doing. Gold chain gaming. But anyway, let man, let's move on to that. Cause that still got got my mind blown. Two hundred sixty dollars. Like, oh yeah, dude, that's like a lot of money. Yo, cause I, cause I saw it on the show notes and I saw he was gonna cover it, so I didn't bother to look it up. And I'm like, but two hundred sixty. Oh nah. Oh nah. <laughs> yeah. Man, but two hundred sixty dollars. All right, well, that is it for all the gaming news this week. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the film and television news. And we got a lot to talk about this week. This was really film and television heavy news. News heavy week this week. All right, we are back for the film and television portion of the show. So now... We, for those of you new to the show, we like to start off with what we are currently watching. But before we, but before uh, we we get into that, uh, I got sad news to report. So Stanley has passed away. Uh, as the time of this recording, he passed away yesterday, and it's just really sad, man. He's created. You know the Marvel Universe and your all basically all of your favorite uh, Marvel characters, man. So you know, Stanley, rest in peace, man. Thank you for bringing us to. Oh, thanks, sorry. Hey. So, uh, thank you for bringing us uh, King T'Challa and Wakanda and <laughs> Black Panther. Anybody want to give a a quick little speech before we go into a moment of silence? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I really don't have much. I- uh, he's got four more cameos for the good news, but I'll, I'll miss him. He's he was the one that just felt like he was keeping everything up. Like even though he, he, he I don't know. All right, but just, we're yeah. all right, but we're gonna go into a quick moment of silence, and then we'll hop into the film and television news and topics. All right, so to kind of lighten up the tone. So for those of y'all new to the show, we like to start off the film and television news to what we have currently been watching. So anybody want to start off or you want me to start off? I guess I'll start off. (laughs) All right, so for me, uh, I just got done, finished watching the 
first season of Game of Thrones, so I'm trying to catch back up before the before the final season because I kind of jumped in around like I saw like an episode or two in like season what I I don't even remember. Well, I didn't fully start watching until like season six. Six ish. I don't know, cause uh, was cause it, cause my, cause my, my dad watches it, and then so I would just like watch episodes here and there. Uh, no, this kind kind of a spoiler alert. The one though, when for the Game of Thrones fans that know uh, that know what I'm talking about, y'all know where I picked where I would have picked up in the story. I started watching it after like some people got into a fight, and then the old dude squeezed like uh, like squeezed dude head so hard that his head exploded. Yeah, Game of, Game of Thrones is, re- is really graphic, and it, it shows, and that's one of their ambitions to, like, make it as realistic and and visually pleasing as possible. But that, and then um, um, towards the end of Daredevil, I'm, like, episode, I'm on, like, episode 10, and there's 13 in the season, so Daredevil and uh, Game of Thrones. I don't think I'm. I'm not really getting into anything else. Like I watched uh, the Rick's last episode in The Walking Dead, but like I haven't really watched. I haven't really been getting into any shows recently. Uh, I've yet to see the new Halloween movie, though I have been hearing good reviews. Uh, I I really don't have anything. All right, Alex, you been watching anything? Yeah, um, I've been watching. Uh, I recently restarting. Right now, Blue Exorcist. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty fun watch, and I'm also rewatching The Hollow. It's a Netflix original. It's uh, pretty fun. It's uh, interesting. It's about ah, uh, without spoiling, it's about uh, people that doesn't know where they come from, and they're trying to discover that. With spoiling, it's people that are stuck inside a video game and trying to win against another team. Uh, I've also been watching Marlin, as I said before. I'm now at season three. And uh, also watching this uh, Korean drama. Or no, actually, I think it's Chinese. Uh, It's called Meteor Garden. It's kind of like a spinoff of Rose or Boys Over Flower, if you guys ever heard of that. And that's about it. All right. So we're going to dive into this box office from this past weekend. So number one, hey, the advertisements must have worked, man. So the Grinch scores number one in the box office. It made $66 million opening weekend. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is number two, and that brought in $30 million this weekend. And then number three is Overlord, and that brought in... 10 million dollars so uh the grinch man that the advertisements because i talked about the advertisements i think last week and you know the i ain't gonna lie they were they were savage and funny at the same time so it must have it must have worked uh and as far as the like i haven't seen it yet but as far from what people have been saying is that it does its job and it appeals to the kids and there's some moments here and there for the adults but it mainly does its job for the kids and they're saying that all the kids in the theater were enjoying it and laughing and stuff like that so it so it pretty much fulfilled its its job so but yeah that's the box office results for this past weekend and we are going to hop into this film news so first things first the toy story for uh, teaser trailer. Everybody, every has everybody seen it? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. So that was like number two trending or something yesterday. So, so, uh, so for those of y'all that don't know, uh, yesterday Pixar put out a teaser trailer and a poster for Toy Story Four is coming out June of 2019, or at least that's the expected release date, June of 2019. And uh, you know me, I'm I'm excited for this. He like because. Uh, you know, I'm willing to throw hands over this. We can debate this physically. But to me, in my opinion, Toy Story 3 is the best Pixar movie. Mm. So, 
I'm excited for this. Uh, it has a new director, so I'm kind of speculating. But the but he's worked with, uh, he's worked in Pixar and other departments. But this is his, I think, second time being a director. So you know, it's not the same director from Toy Story Three. It's a different director, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna come out good because you know, mm. Pixar. Is... I mean, I'm kind of concerned for Toy Story for because because in reality that's Toy Story 3 is where the Toy Story series should have stopped mm. like there's no like it's like goodbye with Andy so um, it all started because of Andy right and now he's off to college and uh, Woody and all his toys has their new owner so we wouldn't know how the story would go upon that. So, yeah. All right. And so they also put out a, a brief synopsis. Cause you know, whenever they put out the, when they put out the teaser trailer, they first announce it. They don't put out the full synopsis. They just give like a really general one. And then they uh, put out more details as it gets closer. But the general synopsis that they put out along with it reads, and I quote, <clears throat> Woody has always been confident about his place in the world and that his priority is taking care of his kid, whether that's Andy or Bonnie. But when Bonnie adds a reluctant new toy called Forky to her room, a road trip adventure alongside old and new friends will show Woody how big the world can be for a toy. So that is the synopsis that they put out with the teaser trailer. So, you know, not really much that we can draw from it. All we know is there's a new toy called Forky, <laughs> and that's and that's all we know. So, because you can't really, at least me, I can't really draw anything from this synopsis. Excuse me. It Excuse looks me. like a, I didn't even know Key and Peele was in this movie as like some Ducky and Bunny characters. I guess. Uh yeah, yeah. So Jordan Peele, he uh, he posted on Instagram. A picture of two characters in Toy Story. It's like a, it's like a bunny and like a, a bear. That's a bear. Oh no, a duck. Sorry. Wait, what? No, no, never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, a duck and then a, a bunny and then it was like and then he put Toy Story four, Key and Peel. So they're gonna be back together on the animated screen. Well, um, did they do an animated movie together? I don't know, but they're gonna be back. Together, that dynamic du duo for Toy Story Four. All right, anybody? Ha uh, anybody? You know, because I'm excited for this, because there's not really that much we can draw off of. Are you excited for? Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a Toy Story fan, I am excited, but I'm still concerned about how the storyline's gonna go. Yeah. But all I know is when this come out in the theater, Doug, it was like, hey, he was like, get. Parents, get get your children out the way. He was like, because, you know, the people where this came, where Toy Story 1, 2, well, mainly 1 and 2 came out during our childhood, this is for us. This yeah, is not yeah. for the <laughs> – it's for the new generation, too, but it's mainly for us. He was like, so, you know, yeah, don't, be surpri don't be surprised when you see teenagers and grown folks in there with no kids. <laughs> Yeah, like the first one was in 95, and like yep. the, the last one we had was in 2010. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be quite a lot of audience range in there for sure. You're like, yep. You're like, but, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't be looking surprised when you see teenagers and grown people in there with, with no kids. And yep. crying. Yeah, uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and crying because the actors like Tim Allen and stuff, they've been saying that uh, was called like the – that the last scene is so emotional that they couldn't make it through it. And then Tom – it was either Tim – okay, I'm, I think I'm getting them mixed up. But either Tim Allen or Tom Hanks, one of them one of them said that it was so the – the last scene was so emotional they could – like he couldn't get through, finish reading it. And then the other one said that the ending was so emotional that he had to turn away from the other actors while recording it. Oh, but and this is the fourth one? Yeah. Hmm. So – yeah. Get so, ready, get ready to cry, boys. Yeah, hopefully out of love. Yeah, out of <laughs> out of love. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So next, 
Pokemon's Detective Pikachu. Yeah. That's a big one right there. I ain't gonna lie. When this trailer dropped and I was watching the trailer and then I was seeing like all the screenshots and stuff, I was like, oh, I was like, so those screenshots that's been leaking for like the past year or so, I'm like, those those weren't fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like nine million views in like a single day. That's so because you know me uh I'm, I'm a pokemon fan but i'm not a big pokemon fan because you know back at elementary school the the Yu-Gi-Oh kids and the pokemon kids had beef about who oh. had the better card game for sure and i was on the side of Yu-Gi-Oh, so i wasn't really a big fan of pokemon you know like but you know i'm, I'm still excited for this i'm still excited for this anybody yeah i mean like at first uh you know, I thought it was like, uh, you know, American trying to recreate like the Pokemon original story. It's probably going to be bad. I mean, we've seen, Death Note. Uh, yeah, Death Note, Dragon Ball, uh, Avatar too, The Last Airbender. Ghost in the Shell. Uh, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell wasn't that bad, actually. Oh, I've not, I've not seen it yet. But oh, you good? haven't? Okay. Um, I stuff. But uh, when I saw the trailer for it and then... Uh, that scene where you see Pikachu in the room. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was expecting like the like Pika Pika sound. I was like, oh, it's just gonna be that. And then like you hear Ryan Reynolds voice, <laughs> and then you're like, uh, oh yeah. snap, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, so uh, so that's good. Yeah, cause I had to go on um IMDb real quick to make sure that the main character wasn't supposed to be uh Ash Ketchum. Right. Right. Okay. You're like, but it's not, it's not, so, you know. It's good. Yeah, which yeah. is, yeah, and which. Like, I think that, uh, like, America is better known for doing spinoff than actually do uh, adaptations. Like adaptations, if they want to succeed in, like, doing those type of movies. And so, yeah. Right, yeah, but you know, I'm I'm excited for it because I was like, hold on, I'm like, so these leaked images, I thought it was, I just chalked them off as being all, all fake or some fan art or something like that. I'm like, oh, but it's an actual movie. I'm actually looking, I'm actually looking forward to this, man. Like, dude, if done right, this may be it, Chief. This may be it. It also looks like that the Pika Pikas that they use is actually archived footage from the original actress of the anime too that they use in the trailer. Really? Yeah, like I'm this uh, Aikue Otani, how do you pronounce it? Yeah, I guess they're using archive footage from her to get the Pika sounds accurate. Uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, because, uh, what's what's the main character now? I believe it was Tim Goodman, I think? Yeah, Tim Goodman. Yeah, Tim Goodman. Yeah, he can understand Pikachu, but everybody, so he's speaking, so he's technically speaking English to him, but everybody else just hears a, a Pika Pika. Uh-huh. You're like so that so that's another uh interesting aspect and then the trailer where the whole uh you know interrogation scene with Detective Pikachu and Tim Goodman and then you know because one can understand the Pokemon other one can't and it was like so that whole dynamic and plus you know Ryan Reynolds is you know comedy gold so. Oh, yeah. Like so, yeah, we uh, so yeah, we looking forward to this one. This may be it, Chief. This may be it. Just I, just don't try to ruin our childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just hope like that the other characters can also because like Ryan Reynolds, I think is gonna be the one that really br- lifts up this movie. But I want, I'm hoping that like the other characters are just as interesting and that we're not just gonna have to, you know, like wait for Pikachu to come on the screen and then you know go get popcorn if they don't if he doesn't show up. Right. No. That's just my that's my real concern. And hopefully, I know it's like a few months away, like. The Pokemon did look a, looked a bit unfinished in the trailer. Did any of you catch that? It looked like at times it felt like they weren't fully rendered. I guess like some of the effects. I mean, I know they're still make working on the effects. I just I'm sure it'll look more improved uh, in June or July. I'm hoping so. It looks pretty good. Yeah, no one second. I'm going back over the the trailer real quick. Let me turn this. It's like there were those Mewtwo looking things that had a bit of a, like a, I don't know, something. They looked a little shiny, I guess. And I, Jigglypuff has fur. <laughs> right. Pikachu got fur. I, I like that. Is but is there a, is 
the peak, uh, the Jigglypuff they show in the trailer, is that Jigglypuff or is that like a yellow version? Is there a different type of Jigglypuff in Pokemon? Uh, I, I am not I sure. So. Okay. Uh, and the lighting, it looks like she's yellow. But maybe just the lighting. Maybe it's a shiny Pokemon. She <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks angry. I don't know, but hey, it, well, right now, uh, what's because well, if it came out the way it is right now, I wouldn't necessarily be upset. It still looks good, yeah. but you know, there's always that that uh, that polishing that uh, that happens through. So, you know, it's either going to look the same or look better. Oh, so. yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All Pikachu right. looks good, though, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like Pikachu, Pikachu looks good. Looks good. All right. So next on, so Disney. Excuse me. Had a burp. So Disney wants Avengers Infinity War nominated for 11 categories at the Academy Awards or better known as the Oscars. Hmm. Like they got those nominations or they want them? They want those nominations. Oh, wow. Cuz yeah, cuz this is about that time where studios start sub, uh, start submitting their their movies for to be considered for a nomination. And they're trying to get 11 nominations with uh, Disney Affinity War, but that is not just what all they want. They want Black Panther to be nominated for various categories as well. So Disney out here looking to to double dip on these reward, yeah, on these awards. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I'm just saying, though, know, like. Depending on uh, what's cause it, I'm just saying no, bro. I'm like I wouldn't be mad if Black Panther won uh won best direct one uh, Ryan Cooler won for best director, and you know I wouldn't be mad if uh you know if Black Panther won for best movie. Hmm. But you know we but we also have to see what else is is going up against. So yeah, and then more. This uh since we're on the topic of superhero movies, so. The Aquaman runtime has been leaked. So, according to the snitch, uh, I'm not gonna say. Th- yep. A hey, according to according to our snitch, he leaked some documents uh, between the distributor and the studio, and it says these these documents have not been confirmed to be official. So, take it with a grain of salt. But it will be 143 minutes long or two hours and 29 minutes. Are y'all, how do y'all feel about this? Too long for an Aquaman movie? Too long in general? I mean, if we look at Lord of the Rings and all these other movies, that's like about three hours long, I think. Um, Aquaman isn't that long so I shouldn't see it as being a stretch or anything uh, normally I mean of course each movie is about an hour and 45 minutes give or take so either make it good or you're going to see a lot of bad reviews later yeah it's like Wonder Woman was two and a half hours as well was it? yeah it's yeah. Like Man of Steel and like Dawn Justice yeah. was three hours <coughs> with the extended edition <laughs> like yeah, so uh, Aquaman would be a little, would just be a tad bit shorter than Wonder Woman, which ended up being pretty good. But no, depending on what all it's being touched on, this may, this is either a good thing or this is really gonna drag on. I yeah, I don't know for I don't know for this movie. I feel like there's not gonna be that that in between where it was like um like it was all right. I feel like it's either gonna be. The right time or too much? Yeah, like it, it looks like it's being advertised as almost like a Guardians of the Galaxy feel, like with all the colors in the trailers and some comedy that was used. I think they're trying to go more for the Marvel direction. So, I mean, not a bad thing, but maybe maybe it'll be a fun time. But, yeah, I agree with you. It'll either be really fun or just another average, you know, DC, yeah, Dawn of Justice. The, and plus all the... Because how many things are they going to touch on it? Because we see, because in the trailer, we see Black Manta, which it, which is one storyline. Then we see, uh, what's called, yeah, because we see Black Manta in the trailers that they've shown so far. We see Black Manta, so that's one storyline right there. Then we see uh, him and his little backstory, his life on Earth, so that's another storyline. 
then uh what's it called then him fighting his brother for the throne of Atlantis that's another storyline and then if they try to do a whole like romantic relationship between Aquaman and whoever the lead female character is that's another storyline so we're looking at like three to four different subplots in in this movie man so i don't know but no that's just uh leaked documents taken with a grain of salt and lastly in the film news so fantastic beasts and the crimes of grindelwald so the this movie has received the lowest score in the harry potter franchise it is sitting on at fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, how uh, is this? Uh, cause I'm, I'm still going to go see it anyway. Right, right, yeah, me too. I mean, I don't really see Fantastic Beasts as the same series. I mean, of course they're in the same world and all that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like categorize like those two having the same expectations, you know. It's uh, it's like obviously Harry Potter is for like the people from that generation, and they're trying to uh, bring up a new generation for Fantastic Beast. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is pretty lower than the other ones. Like, cause the first hit Fantastic Beast, it was like I can't remember was seventy six or seventy eight on Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, fifty eight is a huge drop. Someone's, it's it's kind of being compared to the prequels even for Star Wars. Mm. Holy crap! I do want to see it though. It does look interesting. Now, speaking of speaking of prequels and Star Wars, so this, this I'm this is a quick side note real quick. But I saw I saw this on uh, Twitter. I had to uh, had to retweet it. So Solo a Star Wars uh, story. So we all know how that was getting a lot of flack and bad reviews. Uh, so the so the Blu-ray so the Blu-ray and DVDs and stuff came out so and the sales numbers came back so blue in the first week the blu-rays for uh solo a star wars story so 750,000 blu-rays first week first week and i'm like yo i'm like i'm like y'all claim this movie is so bad i'm like but i'm like these blu-rays are selling like hotcakes i'm like somebody somebody lying somebody is lying <laughs> how what's it at now how many now do they have total uh, I'm not sure. Let me look at the. Let me try to look up the release date for. It's like. Let me see. It came out. Uh, yeah, it came out. The DVD release date they're saying September 25th. December. Hmm. For the DVD. So I'm like, but still, I'm like, for that to sell that much first week. I'm like somebody and everybody claiming that it's a bad movie and stuff. Somebody lying, <laughs> unless everybody likes bad music. Bad, that's a bad music, bad movies. <laughs> so you know, somebody lying. But yeah, that that's that's uh that's a uh, off topic. That's just something that that popped in that popped in my head because you know these you know these movies get bad. Well, y'all can't see it, but I'm putting up the the air quotes bad reviews but then they end up doing super well in the box office and mm. the blu-rays and stuff end up selling like hotcakes so and yeah i guess i guess they could be saying it's not as much it's definitely not as much as like you know force awakens got around 200 million in d- video sales last jedi dropped to less than a like 90 million in blu-ray sales and whatnot or video sales so i guess i can see that what they're saying in terms of less people interested in star wars but maybe i don't know if they're counting the Google sales, you know, it's this, like my dad and I, we bought the Last Jedi on like Google. Oh like yeah, Google digitally. Play, so yeah, digitally. You're like yeah, so those were sales. yeah, because they said those were the Blu-ray sales, so that's physical discs. Mm-mm. Like so, okay, so maybe like, people are switching to that too. <laughs> yeah. So you know, but still, I'm like seven hundred fifty thousand. But that's the thing though, because like people that say like these numbers are disappointing, I'm like those are good numbers. It's just not what they're used to mm-hmm. doing. Cause I'm like, just I'm like, uh, like you know, Disney makes a billion dollars off of one movie, and then the next movie does only like three hundred million. I was like, and I'm like, <laughs> if they made profit off of it, if they made profit off of the three hundred million, I'm like, it's still good. I'm like, it's just not 
what they're what they're used to doing. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, let's hop into <laughs> this t- uh, this TV news real quick. So, I want to start off with with the TV news by giving a shout out to Michelle Obama and her Black Girl Magic. So <laughs> she has blessed ABC. And uh, where she appeared on ABC was ABC's highest viewed Sunday night. So, and Michelle Obama's special on ABC ended up getting more viewers than AMC's The Walking Dead, more than the NFL football games, and every other Sunday show. So, you know, shout out to Michelle Obama and that black girl magic. Yes, yes. So, now that's out of the way. So uh, some more sad news. Uh, this is not. Uh, this doesn't have to pertain with death this time. But uh, so the California wildfires. So they destroyed a lot of homes and stuff like that. And the California wildfires also destroyed and burned down the set of HBO's Westworld. So uh, how does? I'm pretty sure these companies uh, have insurance for these sets and stuff like that i'm like but still this is going to be a setback because this is a whole set that they're going to have to either rebuild or relocate so uh and now this might affect the releasing of the if westworld gets approved it might affect the release date of the next season and stuff like that so you know so that's that uh so you know, I was I was in here. I was I was getting ready to say a prayer for Game of Thrones fans because I know y'all been going through a drought. I know y'all been going through a drought because I was on Twitter and it said that there's been 440 days since the last. Well, at the time of the tweet, November 10th, it was 440 days. Today is the third November 13th, and so. To, as the time of this recording, there has been 443 days without a new episode of Game of Thrones. And I, so I was so I was ready to come in here and say a prayer for y'all because I know y'all going through y'all going through a drought. But, you know, uh, right before we started the show, uh, HBO put out a teaser for Game of Thrones and it will be returning in April 2019. So congratulations out to y'all. That'll be the series finale. So go ahead. So go ahead and you know, mark it on your calendars and get ready to, you know, so get ready for that. All right, next. Speaking of Game of Thrones, so George R.R. Martin is struggling to write Winds of War. No, we're not Winds of War, Winds of Winter. And so for those of y'all that are fans of the book, apparently, I don't know exactly how long, how long y'all been waiting, but y'all been waiting and waiting. <laughs> You're like, so. Ah, okay, so hold on, let me pull up. Uh, let me pull up these quotes real quick from George R.R. R. Martin. All right, so the next uh, book in the Game of Thrones series, Winds of Winter, Martin has said that it has been a significant challenge to write the book and he said and I quote I've been struggling with it for a few years the winds of winter is not so much a novel as a dozen novels each with a different protagonist each having a different cast of supporting players and antagonists and allies and lovers around them and all of these weaving together in a in an extremely complex fashion. So it's very, very challenging. Fire and Blood, by contrast, was very simple. Not that it's easy, it still took me years to put together, but it's easy, but it is easier. So, all right, let me, let me uh, Google the, the Game of Thrones books, cause I know because I know the fans of the books have been waiting longer than the fans of the of the TV show. Looks like the like the last book came out was in 2011 around the time that the first season of Game of Thrones came out. So might the show may have actually clashed with that. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, cuz yeah, cuz he is cuz he is a co-executive producer of the show. Right. So, so okay. he's probably having to balance them both out and and deciding exactly how many seasons for these books. 
But if he, if he if the show is ahead of the books, then it's going to be even tougher for him. No, uh, wait, wait, no. What do you mean by the show ahead of the books? Well, like, wait, do we know if the show's ahead of the books or not? No, the uh, the show is based off of the first five books. Okay, so one, two, all right. So then they're, and is that why? Wasn't that why it was also delayed to also get that next book out, one season? Uh, might I don't know. It might be. It might be. It looks like he's doing two more books that have yet to be released. And if there's, if season eight's the last season, I wonder if he's gonna get those two books released back to back, perhaps. I don't know. Probably, but uh, while he was on the red carpet for the Emmys, he said that he has, like, the ideas that he's playing around with in his mind. He said for the books, because these books are, because these books are thick, <laughs> not like. Not necessarily like Stephen King's it thick, but it's oh it's a it's a thick book. Like they're the like a dance with dragons is a thousand fifty six pages. Oh. And a storm of swords is nine hundred seventy three pages. You know, like so these are thick books. And then so if each book is about like seven hundred to a thousand words uh not words, pages. <laughs> Because he said during the Emmys that he has, like, the ideas in his head in these next books. He has enough content to where if HBO wanted to, they can go five more seasons. Hmm. That's so, like, so that'd be, like, because um, each season's, like, ten episodes. So that's, like, yeah. each episode would be based on 100 pages then, in a way, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, about, about, but... You know, uh, so I know y'all been, yeah, y'all been waiting since 2011. He was like, so y'all really been going through the drought, but you know, he's, at least he's not, at least he's admitting he's having trouble, uh, he's having trouble writing it and he's trying to get it together. At least he's not just throwing anything down on the page and be like, all right, here y'all go. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that. So next in the TV news, so Disney's streaming service. So the head of Disney, they officially revealed that their streaming service will be called Disney Plus. And some of and some of the content that will be on here. So some of the logos that they revealed with the Disney Plus logo. So they have, of course, Disney on there. They got the Pixar logo on there they got marvel on there they have star wars on there and they have the national geographic logo on there so that might be the starting lineup for this streaming service but we all know this is coming uh because that's the reason why they didn't why they didn't renew their contract with netflix and uh and yeah so you know it's not a bad idea for for Disney to do a streaming service because when you have a rich catalog like that, they're just kind of there's kind of like sitting there like with uh like with uh did do either of you watch or used to watch WWE? Um, no, just clips. John Cena. Yeah. So <laughs> so like so basically uh so basically like WWE and Vince McMahon like they're sitting on they're sitting on all of these past pay-per-view events and past shows and stuff like that. They're just sitting on a hard drive going to waste. They're not being aired. Like so what they did was they made WWE Network and it's a subscription service to where you get access to the entire WWE catalog plus you get access to the to the new pay-per-views and the current stuff too. Like so, it's a great way to make money off of your old catalog, mm-hmm. like because you know Disney. Because like, what's some of the classic Disney shows like Fantasia, House of Mouse, House of Mouse, House of Mouse. Uh, what's up? Like Liz, like Izzy McGuire, uh, That's a Raven, and like all of these classics. Like all just just naming shows off the top of my head. Like they're not being aired on Disney Channel. They're just sitting in an archive somewhere. You're like, so why not make a streaming service and put these old shows that everybody wants to come back on there and then, boom, let them pay however much a month to, to you know, watch their favorite childhood shows or their favorite old shows. So uh, we're still waiting on – so it's coming in 2019, so we're assuming that they're going to wait until this Fox deal is finalized so that way they can add – Fox's content on there as well. 
and we still don't have a price for it. But I, uh, what's it called? But I don't think it's gonna be that that high because you can't really go above what Netflix and Hulu yeah. and stuff is charging. So I feel like it's gonna be somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars. That's what I feel like the price is gonna be. Y'all got any thoughts about this? Like, do y'all plan on getting it to binge watch some old childhood favorites? Not old. I would only want it for one thing: the Clone Wars revival. Okay, okay. The last that last Clone Wars season, I'm gonna binge through that, and or wait for it to come on, you know, leak on YouTube, perhaps. But that's the only reason I'd get it. And then I'm like, boom, I'm done. Free subscription, watch that show, I'm done. All right, Alex, you got anything uh, you want to say about this? Um, I mean, it is a great idea. I don't know if I'd use it because you know. I'm cheap and stuff, but, you know. <laughs> so, kudos to you on making money like that. So, you know, if, uh, depending on how long, hopefully, like, the free trial is, like, a month, because I, I don't know. Because, like, some people be getting over, they be having, like, two-week free trials. I'm like, yo. But, I don't know, depending on wall is on there so you know because nostalgia sales, that's how Nintendo is still alive. <laughs> nostalgia. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, if enough of the old shows that I used to love to watch when I was younger is on there, I might sign up for uh, for the free trial and see how it goes. But, you know, and then lastly, uh, I'm going to kind of toss this one over to Alex. So this is more anime related. So. All right. What's up, boys and girls? Back at it again with another anime news. Um, this is a little sad. Um, so if you guys know about Funimation, it's uh, a big American company about that has anime, and uh, they've recently been bought by uh, Sony. And uh, in their contract, it's saying to uh, be relieved of all third parties, which means you won't be having it on Crunchyroll anymore or uh, Verve or VRV, which is uh, pretty sad because I'm pretty sure a lot of people got Verve because of fan animation. Like it's, it, was a decising fa it was a decision factor for me that fan animation was there. And uh, fan animation, sorry about that. And um, so basically in a month from now, or actually, it already—it's already been affected from November 9th. Uh, Crunchyroll will be removing hundreds of uh, Funimation's titles from its website, except for Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia, uh, Academia due to prior agreements before Sony got bought. And yeah, that's about it. All right, so. Oh, it's cause it. So, fun. Uh, so Funimation, they they got their own like little subscription service where you can watch their shows, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's called Funimation now. Okay, so basically they're just trying to not corner the market, so to say, but like they instead of they realize, okay, it was like if uh, what's cause it. It's like if our content is on Funimation and also Crunchyroll and Crunchyroll has other stuff too, what's the point of going to Funima going to Funimation to watch Funimation shows when you can go to Crunchyroll and get Funimation and other company stuff? Mm -hmm. So, but because because of Sony, uh, Funimation won't be on Crunchyroll for that long anymore. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna have to. Because I'm still not subscribed to any one of these. Everybody has oh. been recommending me watch uh, My Hero Academia. Uh -huh. And uh, so, you know, that's uh, you know that's still going to be on Crunchyroll. So if I go Crunchyroll, I'm still good. Is Black, is Black another Black anime? Clover? Yeah, is that a Funimation uh, yeah. mm -hmm. property? It is. Yeah. Okay, nice. So if I want to watch Black Clover, I got to go through Funimation. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I might see if I can find, like, DVDs of My Hero Academia or Black Clover, like a library or something. Right. But do, do they have animes here? Right? Do At they? UMKC? No, uh, I'm talking about. Uh, 
No, no, on campus. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm talking about over in the KC Public Library. Oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just head over there and get some stuff. You know, Kansas. Uh, you know, yeah, you know where the the Plaza branch is, right? Yeah, Plaza. Yeah, yeah. So, because uh, they got DVDs and stuff over there, I can just check and see if they got uh, anime. So, but that is all the news this week. So, thank you all for uh, for tuning in. And I, it just hit my mind. I didn't introduce everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in my head, I was like, you forgot introductions. Yeah, no, oh, I for, yeah, I forgot. So, dang. So, uh, like, so you all can introduce yourselves and do the uh, outros. So, Gabe, do you have any? Well, introduce yourself, and then if you want to plug anything, you can go ahead and plug that. My name is Gabe, and I'm here to have fun. Yeah, you don't want to plug anything? Plug anything. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to share my YouTube yet, but uh, I mean, I'm just, well, you don't have you don't have to. I'm you just, just Gabe. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe another time I could add that in. I have to think about that. I don't use like Instagram and Snap a lot. Uh, 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 I don't know which one. All right, Alex. Hey, what's up, people? This is Alex. Uh, you know. Sp- anime specialist here and uh yeah i guess i'm about to sign out all right and i am your host dylan dilworth or if you follow me on social media dylan cbe you can follow me on instagram and twitter at dylan underscore cbe d-y-l-a-n underscore c-b-e uh, you can follow me on Twitch where I randomly, occasionally live stream, and that is Dylan CB, uh, one word, no underscore. And if you're just now tuning in, don't worry, you can catch the show in podcast form at anchor.fm forward slash Dylan Dilworth, D Y L A N D I L W O R T H, anchor.fm forward slash Dylan Dilworth. And there you can find the Dylan Dilworth podcast. And if you don't want to listen in Anchor, the great news about that is they have listen in another app or listen in another platform. You just click that button. All the platforms will pop up and you will and you can pick Spotify, Apple or any platform that you prefer and it will take you right to it. So that has been it for this week. Thank you all for listening. So peace. See you.